Welcome to Jordan Drew, the sports crew. Drew's College Athlete Spotlight. We're on episode 13 already. After this, we only have two more episodes, and season one of the College Athlete Spotlight is over. So today we have on yet another Concordia athlete here, not Bernie Vandenhoevel this time, Gideon Kane, a thrower for Concordia University, Wisconsin. Got to include the Wisconsin part, as there are many Concordias, but Gideon, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. It's, it's an honor. Yeah, I mean, maybe I should say national qualifier, Gideon Kane. We'll talk about it later in the episode. Had some big throws this past week, and hey, he's doing some great stuff. So let's get right into it, though. So yeah, Gideon Kane here. He's from Living Word Lutheran, and we'll, we'll talk about it. So for people who don't know, where is Living Word Lutheran? It is right off of Highway 60 in Jackson, which is 15 minutes uh, west of Cedarburg in near West Bend. Um, small school, 200 kids. Um, yeah, not much to it, but loved it. That's that's where it is. And, you know, that that's where, where Gideon did some track. So when did you start competing in track and field? Um, I started in middle school. Um, but at that point, it was, you know, you don't really know what you're doing. You don't have a coach who's really knows what they're doing either um so my freshman year of high school I really got into it that's where I learned you know the, the real form I got really into the the competition of it all you learn the art they say because that's yes. you know shot put discus that is truly an art to say the least but what other sports did you play um in high school I was also on the football team and basketball so three sports in high school was track your favorite or you know um uh, it kind of kind of changed as it went um it was, it was a toss-up probably between track and football. Um, the tough thing was our football team was pretty bad, so <laughs> didn't you know, have track, the same success as track. Track being individual, you know, that's got to stand out. Uh, talking favorite moments, is there a moment in track in high school that stood out? Yeah, um, sectionals my senior year, uh, which was when I qualified for state. Um, it was a huge benchmark throwing day. Um, I finally threw past 50 feet and then a few other of my teammates, one of my teammates who's with me at Concordia now, Jacob Kelm, also qualified for state. Um, we sent a really big crew that year. We almost won the sectional, which was crazy for a school of our size. So definitely that at, uh, is at Hilbert High School. So I oh, hey, that's, that is over, you know, by where we are. We're, we're more of North, Northeast Wisconsin here. So like Mantuak Valders is kind of, you know, where, where we roam. For the podcast, I mean, that's where my co-host Jordan Lorenz is from Manitowoc. I'm from Valders, so to throw that in there as well. But do you have a favorite track? Is there one that, you know, stands out at the high school level that you always play at and you were like, yes, I get a throw here? Uh, I'm trying to think back to think, like, where my my good marks were. I did well at Hilbert because we had sectional there my last two years. But I always threw really well at Kettle Moraine Lutheran. Um, which was actually where we had to practice most of the days of the week because we don't have a full track. Um, so I was really comfortable throwing there. Um, yeah. There you go. And uh, was there, you know, that moment maybe where it felt like you were like, Hey, I can do this at the collegiate level. Was it, you know, maybe that sectional or you. Yeah. Um, it was, it was probably conference my, my senior year. Um, Cause my junior year, I struggled. I don't even think I placed top three in shop or a discus. And then senior year, I made the jump tour. I won, and it wasn't even a, like, there wasn't much competition. Um, I won kind of without much resistance. 
And I kind of got the idea like, hey, I could, I'm probably in a place where I could take this on to the next level. I could see myself throwing for the next four years. You mentioned junior to senior year, um, you know, that big, you know, or your numbers going up. Would, would you credit, you know, technique, off-season work? You know, what, what, what happened? Uh, probably both, both of those things that you mentioned. Um, I did a lot of work that off-season for football with conditioning, with strength. Um, I got myself to a pretty, pretty lean, um, lean weight. Uh, I was pushing the weights well, though, in the weight room still. And I just honed in on that technique. You know, you have three years under the belt. So it's just as, as track goes, you build on each one. Um, and eventually you hit a point where you make a big breakthrough. And so that was my senior year. And that's, and that's what happened. And the rest is history. And, you know, is there, is there a teammate, you know, in high school, you got to give some love to? Uh, yeah, probably. Well, there's a few, I mean, <laughs> name them. there were none, none in, none in my class. I was the only thrower in my class all four years. Um, but Jake Groff was the upperclassman mentor for me. He was a junior when I was a freshman. Um, he kind of showed me like that there was a sport that could be like as interesting as football. Cause he was also one of my football teammates. And the fact that someone who was as good of a lineman as he was had another sport that he loved almost as much as if not more than football kind of like opened my eyes a little bit. And he pushed me, um, a lot. And then, um, Jacob Calm, who I mentioned before, he's the, the one who I run with. He runs hurdles at Concordia now. Um, just when he joined track, you know, the two of us, we would always uh, cheer each other on in our different events. And it was cool to kind of go through the different stages with him. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, then let's talk now, kind of transition here into college because you're a senior here. So, you know, this has been a while, but the whole recruiting process, you know, how, how did this come about? How did you end up in Concordia at Concordia in Mequon? Yeah, my my uh, recruiting process probably isn't the most common. Um, I was actually recruited pretty heavy for football um, to a lot of different schools. And having a school where I could do both was definitely something I was considering. Um, but Concordia recruited me pretty hard for football. Um, but I was also looking at like Oshkosh for football and then a few other schools where I wasn't even going to do any, any sports. Um, but then I just... I kind of realized that, you know, I probably didn't want to be playing football for former years. You know, there's at, at the higher levels, it's every hit is harder. You know, it takes a much bigger toll on your body. Um, and that would be a long, long commitment to do with track. And as my senior year of high school progressed and I had all the track success, I was breaking school records and qualifying for state. I realized that, you know, track was the, I definitely wanted that. So football became less important to me I realized that you know track was first football second um and Concordia didn't really even recruit me that hard for track um I I looked at going to Concordia Nebraska because they're NAIA and I wanted to see if they would give me a scholarship but when I had gone there I hadn't thrown super well yet in my senior year so they weren't going to offer me a scholarship um and then I went to Concordia Wisconsin and I talked to the coach a little bit she was asking me how far I was throwing um, and I was like 10 feet past, you know, what they usually have as like their, their normal, like shot put recruit. Um, so that kind of gave me some hope. I was like, oh, I can, I can go and be successful at this level. Um, but I kind of just made the decision at Concordia based off academics and some other factors. And I just knew they had a track team where I could go and compete there. So it wasn't anything particular that kind of brought me here for the track program. Um, it was more so 
what school can I go to that that's right for me that I can still do track at? And that would ended up being Concordia. It's gotta be, you know, close to location wise. Right. I mean, you know, not going to Nebraska now, you know, even, but yeah, that's an awesome story with, with how you ended up there. Boom. At Concordia, Wisconsin. And let's let's talk about the track season. Right. So now you're, now you're a senior. So it, it goes, it goes a while back. You kind of got a, a long record now, you know, having those years under your belt, but um, how, how overall, you know, being, you know, the, the indoor season, the outdoor season, is there one you prefer, you know, what, what are you, what are your thoughts? Um, that's a tough question. It, it kind of changes. Indoor is nice because it's controlled. You don't have bad weather days indoor. You can, you might have some like slick rings that you don't like throwing on. Um, but you never have to worry about wind. You never have to worry about rain. Um, so that, that part of indoor is really nice. The meets are shorter and at most venues, you kind of get to see what everyone else is doing because we're usually throwing on the infield. Um, so you can see all the, the events going around the track and it's really loud, which for some days, you know, that gives you a ton of energy. Um, but the, the downside of indoor is that it's only two events, um, shot put and weight throw, whereas outdoor you have shot put discus and hammer. Um, I kind of flip-flop on if I like hammer or weight throw more, um, but not having discus is definitely a knock against indoor because um, everyone loves discus. Um, but those days are also really long. You're throwing three events. If you pick up javelin, you're throwing four. So it, it yeah. takes a toll on you. Um, so they both have their, their pros and cons. Um, but I would probably go with outdoor. You know, it's just what I'm used to with high school and having discus. It's just something's missing when you're not throwing discus indoors. Yeah, uh, the shot put and discus are do you know when you go to the collegiate level, do they get heavier? You know what what are the numbers on? Can, can, do you, do you know them off the top of your head? Yeah, yeah. So uh, on the the women's side, there's actually no changes. Um, they throw the same way throughout. But the men's side, you go high school, you got the 12 pound shot, and it goes to a 16 pound shot. Um, indoor, most shots are the same diameter, um, just because you're kind of limited. Um, with like material because you have the, the rubber casing and then you have usually a lead uh, filling. Um, so you're, you're kind of limited on the, the size of the shot put, but when you go outdoor, um, you can have bigger shots, you can have smaller shots, but they're all that 16 pounds. Um, so because the, you can get like different diameter ones, it's not as tough of a transition from high school. Um, it's just you're throwing something heavier. But for discus, it's a really tough transition because you're going from, it's a 1.2 kilogram discus to a two kilogram discus. Wow. So a pretty big weight jump, but it's also significantly larger. Um, I don't know the exact measurements, but the diameter, I mean, you pick one up in high school and you're like, how can anyone ever throw this? And, you know, if you're like me, you're done growing by your senior year of high school. And it's like, you asked yourself the year before, how can anyone ever throw this? And now you're being asked to throw it. So you got to learn. And it's, it's a tough change. There's definitely a big learning curve with discus. A lot of practice, a lot of time involved with that, right? Because, yeah, those are I, – I knew the change – there would be some sort of change. I didn't realize how significant. 1.2 to 2 for the discus. That's insane. Wow. So, okay, let, let's talk your freshman year then. You know, the outdoor season is what, what caught my mind. You took third in shot put at the NACC championship. So, you know, right away making an impact there. And it seems like, you know – it took, it didn't take too long for that adjustment. Our freshman year racking up, you know, 
some conference recognitions. That, that's some awesome stuff, man. But um, just overall, you know, the, the process from freshman, you know, now to being your senior year, just looking training wise, how has it been different, you know, from high school as the program, you know, like were you on your own program in high school for weight room for the like weight training and now kind of being on, you know, a Concordia program or just, I don't know your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I, I'll start with weight training. Cause that's kind of separate from all the throwing training, um, weight training in high school. I had a very good foundation. Um, my throws coach was our head football coach, line coach. Um, he knew what he was talking about, but he never, he never actually threw. Um, so he learned how to coach online just by watching videos, which is something that's actually really common um, because of all the resources out there. But he's great with weight room programming stuff. That was probably one of the strengths of our program. Um, so he had us lifting you know, three, four days a week, which in season as a high school athlete, that's a lot. Um, so, you know, there would be meets where we would all be dog tired from our week in the weight room. Um, but it really helped prepare us for the end of season. It got us comfortable with a lot of the different lifts um, and just got us a lot stronger. Um, so going into my freshman year at Concordia, I had a really good foundation. I was able to fit into the new Concordia program pretty well. Um, in fact, so well that about maybe halfway through, probably towards the end of indoor, um, myself and a teammate, we, we went to our strength coach because there's just one strength coach at Concordia for all the sports and he makes all the programs. And we said, Hey, we need something a little tougher. You know, we want to be the best. So what can you give us? And so the coach was Rustin at the time. Um, he was, uh, one of Concordia's national qualifiers in the, I believe it was the hundred meter. I think that's the one he qualified for. Um, he's a Olympic lifting freak. He loves the Olympic lifts. So he gave us an absolutely brutal program. Um, it was five days a week. You're lifting Olympics three days a week. So you have one week, you would go clean and jerk on Monday, snatch Wednesday, clean and jerk Friday. And then you'd flip it the next week where you do two days of snatch and one day of clean and jerk. And then on those Olympic days, you would also do either a back squat or front squat. And then you'd also do your bench incline bench or your military press so you have all three of those lifts on the same day um it got to some crazy volume but man my maxes shot up after that you know i was dead after every single lift um it was just it was absolutely brutal but i saw the effects um and then tuesday and thursday were auxiliary days so they weren't they weren't light days they weren't days off but i i really learned how to clean and jerk how to snatch pretty well um added on pounds and pounds to all my, my big lifts. But after COVID, um, he, Rustin left and we brought in our new coach who started last year. And I've been working with him individually. Um, he's, he does the programs for every, every team as well, but he's been kind of giving me my own stuff. Um, and using that foundation that Rustin gave me, I've been able to even add more and more um, to my lifts. I think this summer I added, a hundred in my squat, um, 80 pounds to my bench and 50 pounds to my clean. So yeah, I've got, got quite a bit of a weight training experience now. The numbers speak for themselves. Wow. What a, what a, what a program, you know, established by, you know, those two coaches, especially going from an Olympic, you know, lift to like a compound. That's, that's insane. 
Uh, wow. But um, let's talk, you know, with COVID-19, I know you mentioned that with, with you know, how the pandemic, because you weren't in high school, you know, you were in college when this was going on. And, you know, that actually, that, that shortened, did that end up canceling some of the outdoor season then your sophomore year? Yeah, so actually in the, uh, the track season, the COVID shutdown happened the week of indoor nationals. So the last week of indoor was when everything got shut down. So we went home the week of spring break, which was that same week. And we were told we were going to come back, um, that athletes would still be able to compete. But long story short, everything got canceled. So we had nothing that, that year. Um, I couldn't see coaches. We had no practices. Weight rooms were shut down. Um, so we actually did because Rustin was still there. He would host Zoom conditioning. So he would, he would be in his garage. He would have everyone grab a backpack, put whatever dumbbells you had in your house um, in the backpack and just train. Um, so I, I took that time. You know, I didn't have the weight training. I mean, I had what I could do there, but it, it wasn't substantial. So I took some time to just throw on my own. Um, I picked up running and I lost 20 pounds, I want to say. I cut off like 20 pounds of fat. Um, but yeah, it was tough. So we, we went from having a full regular indoor season to just all being gone just like that. Yeah, that was that was an insane time, you know, especially being for myself in high school is when we endured that. That was some wild stuff. And then, yeah, come back um, from this. Your indoor season, 2020 to 2021, it, it went very well. You know, you go to shot for shot put, you go to Division Three Elite Indoor Championships, and you play seventh. It says, and then also at the Aurora Grand Prix, you you took first in shot put and weight throws. So, just overall, you know, how was it coming back from COVID? Do Do you think you were able to use that pandemic kind of as you know time to work on yourself? You know, more of even though blessing in disguise, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um... I was able to, like I said, I mentioned I'd, I'd lost about 20 pounds. So I, I really honed in on my diet and my nutrition, um, got much faster, which, um, you know, you see a lot of throwers and you, you don't necessarily realize how important speed is. Um, and a lot of the, the fat that I had was kind of slowing me down. So I kind of got to a point where I was very lean. Um, so that definitely helped. And then, you know, I spent the time that I would have spent in the season throwing, I spent the time practicing plus that whole summer. So I had so much time to practice just built up and I was just kind of ready, ready to get after it. When we got to that fraction of an indoor season, we had only three meets when we normally have nine. Um, and then I had that elite meet, which was a replacement for nationals, which was also canceled that year. Uh, yeah. And that's what the pandemic ended up making happen but let's talk now your senior year here now we're we're officially there and it's gone let's just say number the numbers speak for themselves very well um you know you're especially just start looking at conference as well the indoor and track and field championships for the nacc conference um and yeah you are you took first in both the weight throw and shot put and just you know overall you know how, how has it felt this year you know being that experienced experienced guy on the team being like that leader how how has it felt um it's it's actually been very up and down um if you look at the results it might not seem that way um so we opened up in december with an early bird meet and i hit two big prs in that and then we come back after winter break and i actually had had one of the track meets i ended up having appendicitis so i had 
uh, appendectomy in the last week of January, I want to say. Um, so I missed, I missed that meet and we had an, another week off. So I was out for some time and it took, so it took a while to come back, but you know, like I had established some really good marks in December. So it was, part of it was very frustrating to know, you know, like I can be throwing this, but I had these setbacks, but then it was also kind of a, like a comforting thing, a, a motivator to, you know, get back to that point um, and just throw at the, the level that I knew I was capable of throwing. Um, and we got to conference and, you know, my, I finally felt good again. Like my strength was fully back. My form was back after being forced to take two weeks off. Um, yeah. And, you know, senior year conference, you get a little extra fire in your belly. Um, you want to go out and do the best you can. And I had some, some monster PRs on that day. So you, yeah, you did indeed. And, uh, looking, you know, records being set, right. Concordia record now is yours. That was at the Carthage Firebird finale, right? For the shot put. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was just a PR. Um, that was the first time I PR since December. So I actually broke the, the school shot put record last year at that, uh, Aurora Grand Prix. Um, and I was chasing on the way to throw a record, but unfortunately I just missed it. But the, the big throw this week was a long time coming PR from back in December. So it felt good to finally get that one. And that was a, a PR of almost half a meter, which is pretty substantial. Insane. Yeah. And well, I mean, it was technically you broke your own school record, right? If we want to for the yeah. shot put, so not to flex, but you know, you're break, you're at the point right now you're breaking some of your own records. So you know, that's some awesome stuff, Gideon. And yeah, we gotta, like I said, we gotta talk about now national qualifier. You want to talk more about that now, Winston, Winston Salem, right? It's the place you will be heading for nationals and just overall, you want to talk about the process, you know, after not your national qualifier. Yeah. Um, so nationals is something that I've, I've had my mindset on that since I was a freshman. Um, and it works differently than how it works in high school, like with state. So high school state, at least in Wisconsin, you have to take top four at regionals. Um, and then you go to sectionals, take top four at sectionals, then you go to state. Um, in college, it is all based off of your mark. So if you are running a top 20 time, jumping a top 20 distance or throwing a top 20 mark, you will go to nationals. And the uh, end of last year, I made, a, I made a push for nationals for outdoor in shot put. I missed it. Last year, they had less, uh, less entrance because of COVID. So I technically missed it by like four spots. But if it would have been the normal size, I missed it by one spot. So I was just outside the edge. Um, so, you know, that was the big motivator all summer was wanting to get back, wanting to, to get that, that national qualifier. And opening up the season at Oshkosh, I was ranked number two with the shot put throw. Uh, it was like a 1607, which I knew wasn't far enough to, to get me in there comfortably. Um, but then, like I talked about, I had the setbacks before. So it was kind of a, a little nerve wracking. I was biting my nails a little bit when I was forced to, to take some time off. You see all these people throwing past you and you can't do anything about it. Um, but I finally got back and that, that throw this week was when I, I cemented it, you know, the, the 1607, that was my PR in the year. was like, it was looking maybe, you know, I was sitting like 11th. I'm like, it's definitely not out of the picture for some people to, to pass me on that. Um, and then I got that chance on Friday and I just let that bomb go. And, you know, I, I celebrated cause I knew you, 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 knew. So you don't know how far it is, but like 
you could just kind of tell. And I just knew, I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm going to nationals. Um, and then it kind of set in. Um, so we had the, the selection, the official um, heat sheets or the initial heat sheets came out today. Um, so I'm ranked eighth going in. Um, and I'll fly out on Wednesday, go compete on Saturday. Uh, hopefully bring back some hardware. Let's let's do it. Will this be live stream for the fans? Will, do we know? Yes, this will. Um, just go to the NCAA website, find the track and field page. They'll have all the events live streamed. There it is. Division three national qualifier. And you do you know what time you'll be competing at? Is that been announced? Yeah, it's two o'clock Eastern. Two o'clock Eastern on Saturday. So that's this upcoming Saturday. So we'll make sure, you know, if we can, if we find it around on the podcast, we'll make sure to post it, you know, to see if we can get some, got to get some people to watch this stuff because you've, you've worked your butt off for this. And we, you know, we got to make sure you get, you get some attention for all that, this good stuff you've been doing. And let's talk academics to wrap it up here. Uh, you know, you talked about, you know, you chose Cordia for academics too. They do, they do flex on your page. I did see valedictorian. So, you know, what, what are you going for school here at Concordia for? Yeah, I am a uh, biomedical science student. Um, I dabbled a little bit in chemistry. I was thinking about doing a double major. Um, ended up dropping that just because decided it wasn't worth it. But I'll be going to uh, Indiana University next year to study optometry. Um, so I'll be an eye doctor. That'll be a four-year doctorate program. Um, I'll head out there and start that in August. Um, but yeah, Concordia has been great. Uh, it's pushed me academically. They have a very strong health sciences department um, and I've enjoyed all of it. So it's been great. Yeah, that's, that sounds awesome, man. Uh, but, you know, do you see, you know, does throwing, you know, when you're done with nationals here, do you, uh, is, is that it? Do you plan to, you know, maybe coach, don't be throwing? Well, what, are, what are the plans? Do you, do you have any? Yeah, I mean, if, if possible, I'd love, I get a year back of eligibility from COVID. So I would love to try and use that at Indiana next year. Um, obviously that's a D one program. So I would be, I wouldn't be walking and breaking records there, but I think I could push myself to a spot where I'd be competitive. Um, if not, it is what it is. I've had a great career. Um, and I will definitely be involved in, in throwing, um, you know, it's something that I, I go to, to kind of escape a little bit. Um, when I need to think, you know, I'll just go into a ring, chuck some discus, um, just super relaxed and, it's just, it's, it takes your mind off of things, but I would love to be a coach someday. Um, I've helped living word with some coaching, um, with some of my former teammates and some of the athletes that they've got going through now. So definitely something that I see myself doing in the future. That's awesome. So yeah, Gideon, I wish you the best, you know, academically and athletically here. We, good luck Saturday, man. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me on. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. So so yeah, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.